the backyard brawl is already sold out. How about this rivalry and the big implications it has for both West Virginia and Pitt? We'll talk all about it today on this episode of Locked On Pitt. Our Locked On Pitt, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Pit Podcast, everybody. As usual, I am your host, Nick Farabaugh, here. And, man, it feels good, right? Football's back in the air. Pit back at camp on the south side, and we will have plenty of coverage there. I'm going to start posting specifically stuff from that tomorrow. But today, I want to talk about the backyard brawl a little bit because, as we have seen, this has really developed into – a very, very anticipated game, not just among Pitt fans and West Virginia fans, but nationally, right? College game day is coming uh, and all of that. And so when you look at everything that is surrounding this game right now, the mystique, the hype, especially among those two fan bases, it's really coming together to create what I think is going to be just a phenomenal game and for both these schools in terms of brand wise brand identity I mean one of the things you think about at least for me when I think Pitt and West Virginia is I think about the backyard brawl right you think about that rivalry these two are the rivals of each other and they play like they are the rivals of each other every time these teams play anything could happen right Obviously, the game everyone will point to is Pitt defeating West Virginia in that 13-9 game. But we've seen West Virginia upset a ranked Pitt before. We've seen plenty of this happening, right? And so, like, when you look at all of that, this game is really coming into something. And so, now we get the tickets finally coming out in large-scale value. And we're not just talking season tickets, obviously. The season ticket allotment for Pitt is sold out, which is great for Pitt. Uh, you love to see that. The money going to the university, that'll help Pitt a lot. But the whole game is sold out. Every single seat in Akershire Stadium, still feels weird calling it that, is sold out. And so Pitt, that was going to have a sellout at Heinz Field. I'm going to call it Heinz Field or Akershire Stadium, folks. We're going to get adjusted to it. But it'll be one of the two. You know where the stadium is. But it's sold out now. And so this is big for Pitt and West Virginia. Showcases that type of hype around this game. Now, some of those are obviously going to be scalped, and, and you, you understand that, right? That some of these tickets are bought by third parties that are collectively going to jack up the price of what the ticket was so they make profit. It's the, it's the business, right? It's what happens. So there are going to be tickets available if you want them. You're just going to get them at a steeper price. Um, but this is fun to look at because it was about, I mean, the tickets dropped this week, you know, just to go out and get them. If you just wanted to get them and didn't want to get a season ticket or whatever, they just dropped this week. So the Backyard Brawl is now officially sold out, and that's obviously going to be September 1st. At 7 on ESPN, college game day is going to be in Pittsburgh. It's going to be a huge game. This is going to be a huge game for both teams. And it speaks to me 
to the type of rivalry that this is between Pitt and West Virginia. I mean, really, it does speak to a kind of rivalry that just you love. It, it speaks to a kind of rivalry that you can't help but love because it's regional. These schools are an hour 30 apart at most. And you see all the arguments going around and, and the little t- babbling on social media and, and in real life between friends and family that are Pitt and Penn, and Penn State even getting in on this you know, as something that you can see. Remember when those rivalry games came back that there was a lot of similar feeling that has soured over the years. But Pitt and West Virginia are like right there. They're intermingled with each other. These two universities should play every year. And they pretty much have by extending that backyard brawl. There will be a little bit of break there. But this rivalry is going to be a thing. And it's going to be a thing that you fall in love with as a Pitt or a West Virginia fan. And so bring the mystique of this game with a sellout crowd. And and I don't know what the splits are going to end up being. It could be 80-20 pit to West Virginia. I know West Virginia fans will definitely say it'll be higher than that, but, you know, it is what it is in terms of whatever that ends up being. What I do know is this atmosphere is going to be insane. And so this is going to be great. This is going to be great for these universities, man. It, it feels just right. Part of college football, part of what makes college football so great is the fact that you can have these regional dynamics. And, these schools that are so close to each other have this rivalry and, and have the students and the fans, the alumni, get involved in it and they feel like they're family just as much as the players do. Everyone buys into it. Everyone loves this. The rivalry, the backyard brawl rules. It's a great rivalry. And so you can't help but love what you are seeing here between West Virginia and Pitt. This is a healthy rivalry. This is a fun rivalry. This is not a rivalry that is at all labored. This is not a rivalry that, that at all has any apathy. No, it has pure excitement to it. This is a rivalry that feels fun. It feels like it had never left. And it feels like now that it's coming here, why in the world did they not play it for so long? And why are they in separate conferences? And there are plenty of circumstances to go into about that and why it probably shouldn't have happened, but it did and all of that. But now it's back and it feels good that it's back. This is the type of rivalry game that everyone loves. If they're a fan, that's what really matters here. Fans are going to love this game. Fans are going to want to watch this game as can be seen by the sellout. There's standing room only tickets still left, but don't expect the host to stay out very long. Folks, this is going to be fantastic for Pitt. This is going to be fantastic for West Virginia. That regional rivalry game is back, and you have to be excited about that. And there's a lot of other intriguing storylines just in this game too, aside from the fact that it is the first backyard brawl in so long, aside from the fact that you have the sellout crowd, that college game day is coming here, that's going to be a night game nationally televised. There's also the fact that it's Keaton Slovis versus JT Daniels. So you get the battle of two former USC guys. You get to see the ACC champions against a heated rival that is hoping to have a bounce back here. You have tons of really good storylines in this one. And this is going to be a fun game. It's going to be a really fun game in front of a sellout crowd. No matter what that split is of Pitt to West Virginia fans, you're going to see a packed house. You're going to see an atmosphere that is electric. 
And this is going to be in front of everybody. It's going to be in front of everybody. So from a rivalry perspective, I love it. This is what makes college football great. This is what you love about college football. Now, I specifically want to talk about Pitt and what this means for Pitt. But first, let me let you know about BetOnline because BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sporting wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening right now. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast, everybody. Talking a little bit here about... What this means for Pitt, and, and I want to say this because I think that, that these certain rivalry games that get pushed to the side and then revive themselves in, in this manner do have certain effects on Pitt as an institution, on Pitt as a football program, and certainly for the fans. That's the obvious one. First of all, going to boost the morale of the fans. The fans love playing these games. They love going to these games. They love watching these games. It's like a rivalry, and again, that's part of what makes college football so great is that you can be from Pittsburgh, and you can have a West Virginia part of the family, a Pitt part of the family, whatever, and those two family family parts are going to clash that, that game. And it's a fun, friendly type. And, and even the banter you have between each other, it's, it's friendly and it's fun, and it makes you want to have the game be here right now. That's what makes stuff like this fantastic. This is a real rivalry, man. This is big. This is big for everything. And for Pitt specifically, to have that home game and nationally televised, right, it's going to be a sellout crowd. It's going to look great. And we keep talking about brand building because nowadays in college football, people are talk about markets, right? That used to be the talk, the markets, well, that shouldn't be the talk anymore about anything. The markets are no longer what drives college football. UCLA and USC didn't join the Big Ten because of the Los Angeles market. They joined that because USC is a big football brand, and they probably had that rivalry with UCLA. And UCLA itself is a big brand in football and especially in basketball. So it's, it's a brand game, right? That's the big thing in college football now. What is your brand? Does anyone care about Clemson, South Carolina? No. Does anyone care about Tuscaloosa, Alabama? What about State College? No one cares about those places in terms of a television market. But in terms of a brand, you're going to get eyeballs on Penn State. You're going to get eyeballs on Alabama. You're going to get eyes on Miami. You're going to get eyes on Clemson. You're going to get eyes on Texas A&M, you're going to get eyes on USC, Notre Dame, Michigan, Ohio State. I can go on and on. So does your brand build something to what people outside of your fan base, your market, want to see? Well, Pitt right now probably doesn't fall into that category, but they can build to that. And this is a key part of that. First of all, you have an electric rivalry game, and the stands are going to look great. They're going to look phenomenal. You're going to be a top 25 
ranked team, which is another important thing in this discussion. You're going to be ranked. So Pitt's going to want to win this game because you won the ACC championship last year. When it comes to brand building, and, and I mean this, when it comes to brand building, yes, crowds matter. The way it looks on TV matters. The way it sounds and the, the recruits are going to love this. Because there's going to be recruits in town. There's going to be big recruits in town. Local Whipple guys. You can expect Quentin Martin, maybe Anthony Specka, uh, Tiquai Hayes. Like, we're talking guys like this, right? Cameron Lindsay. Uh, there are so many other guys that could potentially be here. Could this be potentially a game where Pitt tries to get Hakeem Williams up? Sure. Now, that could be a little tougher because it is a Thursday game, and obviously school will be starting in session at that point. But it certainly is getting to a point where you would maybe want someone like that to come up. But you just look at the entirety of what Pitt has here. And it's 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 building into a nice storm for Pitt to help it be a brand game. Now, there's going to be bigger steps. They're going to have to win more. They're going to have to get back to that ACC championship to build a brand. But there are brand-building games, and one of those is your TV exposure. This is a huge TV exposure game. So the fact that this will be sold out and look great on television, no matter how much blue, gold, whatever there is in that stand, it's going to look good. It's going to be loud. Everyone's going to be hyped. It's going to put a type of atmosphere around the pit football program that you love, and they're going to have to win this game. They're going to have to. This is one of the things we talked about from this year to last year. Last year, they weren't very exposed, right? They didn't have a ton of national games last year. What are the first two games this year? You have 7 o'clock ESPN Backyard Brawl. That's going to be the main attraction on that night. So fans are going to want to tune into that. They're going to want to see this. You're going to see teams, uh, fans of teams from outside the Pittsburgh and Morgantown market. They're going to want to watch this game. They're going to want to see what happens here. They're going to see how Pitt looks. They're going to see how the backyard brawl plays. Then you have another national game the next week against Tennessee. That could be a not, that could be a nationally top 25 ranked game. We will see what that ends up being, but those are huge. And then you have other games that could potentially slot into that, like a Miami Pitt later in the year. But these first two games are great for national exposure. So, yeah, it it makes complete sense. And, and listen, the Pitt fan base thus far, it has a reason to get excited. They are excited. And so getting some more national buzz around this program is what this program needs. Because, listen, you want to build a brand, man. You got to get something going outside of this market. And it's got to be stacked on multiple years. People are still looking at Pitt's record from 2020, 2019, and, and you know, the, the other coastal year where they finished 500 and saying, well, this is a historically mediocre program that hasn't been great until one year. Well, are they a one-year wonder or are they more than that? And this West Virginia game is going to be a real barometer to that, but it's also going to give you the atmosphere you want. You're going to be under the lights, and you're going to have a pretty storied rivalry game to go here. And then you have Tennessee the next week. So when we talk about building a brand here, when we talk about building that brand, this is a big part of that. And so Pitt 
if they want to take that step up in those brand rankings, this is a big game to do so in. And so let's see if they can do it. That will be a deciding factor. Before we close it out here, folks, I do want to discuss a little bit about maybe what you can expect in this game and some storylines that I really am looking forward to overall. But first, taking a quick break. Welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast, everybody. Talking backyard brawl today. Felt like I had to make a backyard brawl-centric episode. We will make plenty of these on the lead-up to September 1st. But I felt like something had had to give here because this this is a very hyped-up game, a fun game. And you see the banter about who's going to take over the stadium more. Is it going to be more West Virginia fans, the Pitt fans? I don't think it'll be that. Even when Penn State came to town, Penn State is a very large Pittsburgh alumni base. They probably had 70-30. You can expect this to be a pretty good crowd, though, for West Virginia, for sure. We're talking probably over 10,000 West Virginia fans are going to come to Acrisure Stadium on North Shore. But, like, here's the thing. Pitt fans absolutely love coming to see a rivalry like this. And so that'll be a fun storyline to play out. I'm, I'm interested to see the dynamics. How hyped is the home crowd for Pitt? What about the road crowd for West Virginia? How noisy are they? This is These rivalry games are always fun when they're this close to each other. And when they haven't been played for a while, you never know how things can go. So that's what makes this fun. It, you know, it's a home game for Pitt, but is it as much of a home game as we think, right? Or does West Virginia get a little bit of a home buzz? What, what about a slow start by Pitt and a fast start by West Virginia? How does that dynamic change things? I think that's interesting to look into games like this. And the fact that it's Pitt with a new quarterback and West Virginia with a new quarterback in the first West Virginia game of the Narduzzi era and the first Pitt game in the Neil Brown era, it's the first of everything here, right? These programs have changed so much. Kenny Pickett never played in a backyard brawl. I mean, we're talking about that. Kenny Pickett never played in the backyard brawl. And who's more synonymous in the last 10 years for pit football than Kenny Pickett? I don't know, maybe James Conner. But that's the crazy part of this. There's so much that's going to be changed. And there should be so much hype around this whole thing. And so when we look at this, This is going to be a fun game that's going to be hyped up by everyone. That's going to be extremely electric. And for Pitt, it's going to be all about how fast you come out. Because if there's one thing West Virginia could have on Pitt, it's that Pitt is not necessarily going to have the experience offensively. They're going to have a great O-line that's experienced. They're going to have an experienced backfield. Keen Slovis is experiencing college football, but he's a new quarterback for Pitt, right? So you're going to have some transitions. Well, how do the receivers work in with the new quarterback? What about some of the receivers outside of Jared Wayne? How quickly is Kanade Mumfield going to be up to speed? Does Pitt come out with some little rust? I don't know. I think it's a fun dynamic. JT Daniels for West Virginia. West Virginia doesn't look like a particularly good team, right? Like, West Virginia probably won't be all that good next year. 
but maybe like seven and five, sure. But it's unlikely this team is going to be elite or anything of the sort. Now, sure, they ha- they have some talented players, but it's really going to be JT Daniels and that offensive line, this offensive line that West Virginia has, that's going to be pretty good. And against that really good Pitt defensive line, well, you're going to see how it works out. And Pitt facing an air raid team, that will be fun as well. Because Pitt doesn't face many teams that play the air raid. And remember the one time they did on Narduzzi's defense, it was Mason Rudolph and James Washington buzzing them for 200, 300 yards a pop. Now, that probably shouldn't happen against West Virginia, but... The big plays in this game are absolutely going to be a huge factor of everything. Because we don't know what the pit offense is going to look like. So how much are they going to run the ball? What's the what's the balance going to be like? How much are they going to want to throw the ball? Who's going to be the main weapon? How sharp is Slovis or how sharp is Patty even if he ends up winning that? There's so much different dynamics to this whole thing. Everything is interlocking into place to make this game be so much fun. It is going to be great. This should be one of the fun games that Pitt, West Virginia probably have seen. I think that this has to be the most hyped up game on either team's schedule because of what it means for the fan bases, for what it could mean for their seasons, right? West Virginia wins this game. What a foot to hop out on. I mean, really. I mean, this would be huge for West Virginia. If you're talking about Neil Brown saving his job, huge step. West Virginia then goes and plays Kansas at home, then Towson, then West, then then they play Virginia Tech. They're at Virginia Tech, so they got two rivalry games there. But you feel like. I would feel like if I'm West Virginia and I win that game, I go into Blacksburg 3-0. You feel a lot better about yourself at that point. If you're Pitt, you're ranked, you go 1-0 into a Tennessee game at home. Another big game. And, and I often say this with Pitt is, if they win this game, they beat Tennessee. You think that they would be prepared this time around to go out there and beat Western Michigan in Kalamazoo? Who's to say they don't enter conference play 4 0? And at that point, the hype around Pitt is going to be there. And so, big games with big implications with great regional effects for these fan bases, because this is going to be great. And next year, when it's in Morgantown, it's going to be great. Everyone's going to love that. I love regional college football rivalries, and I love seeing what's happening here. The the quick sellout, the banter going on, the stakes that are even beyond typical Pitt-West Virginia, like the USC quarterback rivalry, is pretty cool. Everything about this is really cool. It's going to be a very fun game to watch, and this should be a really, really fun atmosphere to be in at Acrisure Stadium. Folks, as always, thanks for watching Locked on Pit. Be back tomorrow. We'll start talking about Pit summer camp, starting with some wide receiver talk with Taquan Underwood, Jared Wayne, and others. As always, thank you for listening. And as always, folks, hail to Pit.